What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. My name is Chad Henneberry. Thank you for listening to episode 236. He's here. He's here. Don't worry. If you're on the live stream, uh, he's on the phone. We got as right as we hit the start show, we got a phone call from the wife. So he's on the phone. I hope everything's okay. But the show shall go on, and like a good athletic trainer, we just adjust. So I'm here. So thanks everyone for tuning in. If you're new to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, again, my name is Chad. My co-host is Kevin. Uh, we've been doing this for four years now, and we appreciate just talking about all things random, uh, athletic training related. So, thanks for tuning in, Nisi, Kevin, and I hope everything is okay. Say hello. Everything's fine. It was just good timing. Yeah, just great timing. You know. Crisis at home, but it's not really a crisis. Crisis averted. I just have two kids now. Crisis on <laughs> Infinite Earth, right? Is that what it was? Crisis on Infinite Earth? Crisis. Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, Nisi asked if we looked up AT math. She tagged us in some tweets today. Yes. Oh. You have to be very careful. Um, uh, the Voldemort of athletic training Twitter. The person that shall not be named. Oh, do not name shall person. uh, Was not in favor of some of the AT Twitter math uh, tweets. Okay. Basically, somebody tried to cancel AT Twitter. The same person that always tries to cancel AT Twitter. Um, So we call them Voldemort. Voldemort. They shall not be named. Are we going to get... Canceled though? No, nobody could cancel us. We we're too pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, there was one out there, one negative thing. Uh, so Kevin, we yeah. started the show. I I said hello. Give it to me. Why don't we um, why don't we get into the good stuff here? I want you to read. I want you to just before right. you do this, read. It's a white bag no. with a label. We're gonna show everybody real quick. This is what Chad brought to eat as candy. You have to read it. Um, are like, like just go word for word at the top there. Confidential sample, not for sale. Next line, Sour Patch Kids. So I'm already like, where the hell did this guy get a white confidential bag of Sour Patch Kids? This is the first I'm reading this. Snapple fruit flavor mix. Mango Madness, which is the best Snapple flavor. Kiwi strawberry and fruit punch. And then the rest is like, what are the ingredients and stuff like that? Contains a bioengineered food ingredient. Okay, where the hell did you get this? At work. At work? You work I got a, for I got a, a hospital. I got a candy person, okay? You got a candy person. I have a candy. That's, I got a candy person. That's dangerous. No, trust me. My candy person brings me so much stuff. And I'm like, I don't want any more stuff. But deep down, I want it because I have the biggest sweet. Uh, she gave me two bags of this. Oh, smells good. Kevin, just have oh, a bite. Oh, have you had some? I had, yeah, I've, I had some yesterday. I have another bag smells at home. Good. So we'll leave this bag here. All right. Just. 
Initial reaction. Just do a couple of them at once. Mango madness is a little bland. Not very sour. They're soft. Um, not sour enough. My first take. I don't like Snapple. I really like these. I think... I really like these. The Mango Madness needs more flavor. I just got some Kiwi Strawberry and Fruit Punch. Mm-hmm. Those... The Fruit Punch is good Fruit Punch. Yeah. That had like no flavor. That one did. I'm going to I'm going to work on it. Okay. I thought you'd like these more than I I'm kind of a fan. So far I like them. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's kiwi strawberry. Mhm. That works. That one gave me a little sourness. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for some sour when I'm having some sour patch kids. Okay. Wait, I mean so where is this you have a connection? I have a connection. Does this connection work in the candy candy industry? How are they getting confidential white bags of candy? Can you give us any hints? Um, the person I work with. Work with. I work with Whoa. this. I work with this person, and they. I'll just say they have a relative. Okay. That um, does stuff like this, and it. I'm sad to say that. It took me until I got here tonight to realize why don't I just see if they have a uh, like an in with the marketing team and maybe we can get a marketing person. Like if I know somebody that knows somebody at Sour Patch Kids, maybe we can finally get a freaking partnership with them. Now, does this person have a relative that works for Sour Patch Kids or works for a company that like develops flavors? Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I know a guy that has a potato chip company. Why aren't they our sponsors? It's a good call. And Milwaukee has one of the leading spice developing like plants in the country. Is it the the big one that starts with a P? No, 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 no. Like this is like a company that like you want to develop your very own um, Southern barbecue chip flavor. Like, They're like engineers, yeah. spice engineers. Correct. No, the Penzi's spices, that's like just straight up like cooking spices. Okay. Penzi spice season salt on all my popcorn though. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I guess I do like these because I keep going back to them. Yeah. So, okay. So now okay, we need to, okay. now we need to get a chip sponsorship and a, Candy sponsor. Well, maybe. How about... Kevin and I have been discussing what this podcast is going to look like in a year. All right. I'm super excited for it. Give me... FMK. We've really, talked FMK so much. really quick. Yeah, go ahead. These Sour Patch Kids. Flavors? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll... No, I'll, no, no. Oh, these? You're going to... FMK, 
Oh, that one was really sour. Snapple flavor Sour Patch Kids. Cooler Ranch Doritos. And mini Starburst. Wow. Had, which we had on the podcast on Friday. I All promise right. we will not we will not get to athletic training stuff today. We will we've got a fun <clears throat> show plan. We always do. Um wow, these are juicy. Well, if you know me, and I was stuck on a desert, yeah, or in a on a deserted island, having dessert, having dessert. No, I wouldn't be having dessert. <laughs> you know, if I only had one food available, it would be Cool Ranch Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos. But does it's, that mean you want to marry him? Yeah, marry oh. him, marry yeah. him. I could eat them. All right. It's still my goal. I've never done it. I've never tried. Because I'd be too embarrassed and ashamed. Cooler Ranch Doritos? No, to try and open a bag and try and finish it in one sitting. Oh. I've never tried. Maybe I'll do it on a podcast. Why? Why would you be ashamed of that? That's a lot of calories. <laughs> it's a lot of It's not a lot of calories, salt. but it's just like I feel like your mouth just something is you shouldn't destroyed. do. You shouldn't do a, a family sized bag in one sitting. But I'll do it once in my life. Yeah, whatever. We'll save that for another time. So it really comes down to. So I'm marrying it. Um, this is this is fresh and exciting. Man, I did like the. Do we have the mini Starburst over there? Yeah. We might have to do a, a taste this. People are here for the athletic training content, and we're not giving it to them. We'll give you the athletic training content in thirty seconds. We're talking snacks here. This is actually the snack. The snacks that should be going in your kit: Sour Patch Kids and mini Starbursts. Mm. Oh. oh boy. Oh boy. Um okay, here it is. Give it to me. Get out of here. Totally changed my mind. I'm still marrying Cool Ranch Doritos. However, I thought almost for sure I was gonna F the Sour Patch Kids and kill the mini Starburst. I think I have to kill the Sour Patch Kids. Because they're so good and so sugary. I think the mini Starburst, I'd feel less bad about myself continuing continuing to eat them. So, um, and these are just a little bit less messy. They are. This is these are definitely a better kit snack. Yeah, if you're looking for the best kit for your snack, mini Starburst <laughs> might be way, see, way up there. What's that, Nisi? Nisi, marry the fuck out of that sour patch. Well, Nisi, coming to a store near you, hopefully sometime soon, or some Snapple fruit flavor mix. You know what we need to do? Do you think the same company owns Snapple and Sour Patch Kids? They must. Yeah, I don't know. How about uh, Dorito Tacos? I mean, those are. I mean, maybe it's just a cross. It's a cross brand relationship. Oh, sweet over oh. salty. No. What are you doing? So I'm 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 effing mini Starburst killing this. Um, I'm kill, I'm only killing the Sour Patch Kids because I really like them. They're really sugary, and I feel like I would just. And they're a little messier. That's all. I get sick of Cooler Ranch Doritos, but I do really like them. So when I have a small bag of them, you're effing them and leaving them, aren't you? Yeah, 
You're gonna you're gonna one night stand Cool Ranch Doritos? Hell yeah. Good for you. Cause I I like chips. I like chips over gummy candies any day of the week. Um that's why I would come close to marrying them, but it just being cooler ranch Doritos, I'd get sick of them. I know that because I did at some point in my life. Um, if they were the nacho cheesier, then I probably would just marry those. I'm going to marry the Starburst, and then I have to kill the Sour Patch Kids. Not good when we're trying to get a, a, a sponsorship with them. Maybe they should freaking... They should have sponsored us a lot. Send us ago. some more samples. Yeah. We've said sour. I guarantee you. I I can't get any of them. I guarantee you this podcast has said Sour Patch Kids more than any other podcast ever. Yeah, probably. And it wasn't even planned, people. It's unplanned. Unplanned. Sponsors. Let's go. All right. You got anything else? Otherwise, we can thank our our partners, and then we can start some shenanigans. Hit those buttons. We've um, we've we've <laughs> the people listening in the audio form are like, oh my god, do something! Uh, thanks to Healthy Roster. Uh, check them out www.healthyroster.com. If you check out their social media and their Twitter and their Instagram, they're doing some really great work, recognizing athletic trainers around the country. Uh, it's pretty neat to see how much they really do care about this profession. So uh, to check them out. Also, we just had a very interesting um, email from them. They might have some really cool stuff coming down the road that we hope to be able to share soon. Heck yeah. Um, thanks to Smart Tools, uh, smarttoolsplus.com, 10% off using the code CANDID10. We just had an email out to Ed, who came on a couple months ago and did uh, a continuing education course for uh, the Candid FI training members. Uh, we asked him if he don't want to come on and just talk shop again just to have fun and uh, let us know how things are going. I think he's going to be on in just a couple of weeks. Uh, and also thank you to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus, discounted professional and personal liability insurance if you are a member of our podcast. You can be a member of our show for $25 and you can get discounted personal and professional liability insurance. And I guarantee it's going to be lower than what you're spending right now. Guaranteed. That that is a ninety. I'm like ninety nine percent sure that it would still be lower than whatever you're spending on your professional liability insurance right now. So we guarantee it. <laughs> it's not like we can lose on that. What are we gonna no. what, what are we gonna lose if we we lose that guarantee? Our word, our bond, our word. Oh my gosh, because people listen to us. So um. Hard. So, so you said nacho cheese is your favorite Cool Ranch. Flavor or your favorite Dorito flavor? <laughs> Kyle just said his is sweet spicy chili. It's not even Dorito. It's just yeah, Cool Ranch. You don't even recognize that it's Doritos. I love it. Ah, uh, yeah, I would say just the classic nacho cheese. Nacho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. All right. Uh, okay, you ready? Let's do some weekly shenanigans. Let's go. Kevin's. On our Twitter, I think. I was trying to find ATM. On our X. Oh, ATM. I was trying to find like fucking Voldemort. Voldemort is on somebody else's post, I believe. Don't make fun of the kids, they said. Don't make fun of the kids. Don't make fun of the kids. I think somebody was like 
saying something about this is AT or athlete math. I think it was athlete math. Athlete math. Um, and it was like poking fun at how athletes can't count stuff. And then um, Voldemort said, don't make fun of kids. <sighs> so if, if we don't make fun of kids, what's going to happen when they get made fun of when they're adults? Chad, you're old. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got ears that stick out. Yeah, right. And so does my son. So he's gonna get made fun. We gotta of learn how to take. Fine. We gotta learn how to take negative. No, it's not bullying. Christ's sake. Okay. Well, on a positive note, we're gonna do. Let's do our FMK. We were talking about. Um, Brilliant. Talking about our friends uh, at Smart Tools Plus. And they've got the new version of their BFR cuffs, which you can get 10% off using the code CANDID10. Um, there are three three different phases of blood flow restriction training, three different uses, basically. And we're going to F, marry, and kill them. Hmm. So usually post-surgical cellular swelling phase. Hmm. That's one. That's a, that's a big one. No movement for you. Yeah. Number two... Um, some sort of cardiovascular endurance training. Lots of slow movement for you. And number three, strength training. Even slower, maybe. I don't know. So. Yeah. Strength, endurance, cell swell. Yes. So three different ways that you might use some blood flow restriction straps. Uh, <laughs> and go. I mean, I feel like the easy one to kill is the endurance it's your this is your fmk time you can do whatever you want i said with a question mark question mark that a question um personally personally use bfr cuffs the least with endurance activities I've been using them with post-surgery, cell swell, can't really move. Hey, strap this baby on and just let it squeeze the crap out of you for a little bit. And then it turns off and then it comes back and then it turns off and then it comes back. Um, and then I do strength training all the time with it. So I think I'm marrying the strength training. I think it's where the bread and butter of... BFR exists. I bet I don't use it enough with other things, but yeah, I got to marry, marry strength, kill endurance. And I'm going to F with that cell swell, baby. Sure. Because swelling is good for effing. Swellage. That's why. That's why. So is hypertrophy, though. <laughs> okay. So when we're talking about blood flow restriction training. <laughs> Megan blacked out. I know. I was trying back. to like. When we're talking about blood flow restriction training. Yeah. We're talking about BFR. The different types the of. phases of BFR the uses, yeah. training. I'm going to agree. The bread and butter is the rehab, the strength training. Like that's got to be the best use. The best, most fundamentally useful time uh, for an athletic trainer to, to do some BFR training. 
Uh, one, do it on the road. Two, do it in the hotel. Three, uh, you don't need a bunch of equipment. Uh, you don't, you know, if you want to, it's just a variety. You can just, and you don't even have to like pr- program all the time. You just program one. You just have one program. Maybe two. You have your upper body program. You have your lower body program. Yeah. They make it that simple. Here are the three exercises you do with the cuffs around your upper body. Here are the three exercises you do with the cuffs around your lower lower body. And you are going to get maximum benefit regardless of what you're trying to accomplish. That is impressive. I think that's what everybody likes. Uh, during COVID, I had the, that's what I all I wanted to do is I just wanted to work out with BFR cuffs on. So, did you? I did. I did some. So, for me though, I'm effing the cardio with the BFR. I did some with my cross country athletes when they had to be non weight bearing. As an alternative to, we would kind of alternate a day in the Swimex pool, a day with a BFR on the bike. Mm-hmm. If we had an Alter G, I would have mixed that in there too. Mm-hmm. I wish I would know a little bit more about it. I wish I would experiment a little bit more, which is why I'm effing it. Um, I think it could be really fun. Maybe try some new positions. Just mix it up just a little, just enough. I think maybe some new equipment. I honestly feel like I would love to see some more. This this is going to sound really silly for me. I'd like to see more research over long-term effects of like people who are doing traditional training, people who are doing um, some cross training with this. I I think there's some studies out there showing the, the VO two max through the roof. I think that's really super cool. And I'd like to explore that more. As I'd like to explore more of the uh, stuff. corners, corners, of, uh, the edges, the edges. Yeah. So I have about the for edges. me, I have to kill the cellular swelling. I am not smart enough to understand some of the what's going on. Okay. All right, I am smart enough, but I choose not Gosh to. Gosh darn it, people like me. Uh, I'm not like a memorization person. I'm more of a hey, how does this work? Uh, conceptually so I don't like I, I would have a hard time explaining it to somebody like hey let's put this on and then they're like oh what, what's happening here I'm like well I don't know so I wouldn't do that I'd, I'd feel like an idiot um, okay. I can see where you're coming from because people get sent to you post-surgical mm-hmm. when I was at the traditional setting I just didn't have a ton of it I had a few, I mean we had some surgeries I didn't feel great about there was just other modalities I could use and feel like, all right, this is still going to help. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Did we have anybody respond? Uh, Megan, Megan? said she wants to marry the strength training. F, whatever she's that killing, third one was. She's killing the endurance and she's doing the cell swell. Just effing with whatever the third, yeah. third option is. So, um, yeah, no. I think uh, we'll have. I think we tried to get Ed to um, to do this last time he was on, and he didn't really want to kill one. Get one for the Gipper. Yeah, we don't know, Nate. The Brewers are probably losing at this moment. Do you have an update? Do you want me to look? The Brewers are on the verge of elimination here. I don't know, maybe already eliminated. 
Top of the ninth, five to two, Arizona. Same score as the sixth inning. Um, Adios, good night now. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, it was a great short season. Yeah, they know where I am. What's more I disappointing mean, than Bucks Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave knows where I am. I'll give him an old Gipper speech. I gave a good speech here and there back in my day, not yeah. with the Milwaukee Brewers, but some other people. Animal House speech. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was your FMK. That is. Uh, if you are not familiar with blood flow restriction training, you should check it out. I think I'm all for it. And if you're not familiar with FM and King, just listen to more of this podcast. Ah. Uh, do you want to go to our fat or do you want to go to our friend or foe? Fat. All right, today is October 4th. We record on Wednesdays. Uh, I don't remember exactly what year. But it is the anniversary. I did see this. I just type in what movies were, were released on October 4th. And I just kind of see what the anniversary was. Yeah. Mighty Ducks 3. Yeah. Came out on October 4th. I want to say it was 23 years ago. Was it 23? D3? The first one? No, D3? D3. Oh. Um. Mighty Ducks 3, October 4th. 1996. 96. That's 27 years ago. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? If you were born in 96, you were now 27? Mm-hmm. Damn. So. What's, if you were born on this date and you're 21 years old, it's what? 2002. Two. Wow. That's got to be a kick in the pants to a lot of bartenders. People that are born in the 2000s can drink. That's crazy. Nice. Nisi, you old. Holy cow. Jeez. Chad's really old. So, we're going to do Mighty Ducks. Chad, when did you graduate college for the first time? I graduated high school in 95, Nisi. Damn it. I thought it was college. I thought you graduated college in 95. 99. 99. Graduated high school in 95. 95. Class of 95. <laughs> I was like, my eighth grade class was 99. The last class of the. Yeah. Of the millennium. So I talked to Dylan and um, Kevin Joyce. Yeah. And all of our hockey athletic trainers. And they said. The Mighty Ducks. Probably is the, the most, most representative. It's like the most realistic hockey movie ever. There's like, there's 100%. everything you see in the movie is actually what happens on Real. the ice. Real. So I think that's good to know as an athletic trainer. If you watch these movies, you're going to get a good feel for the reality of hockey. Okay. Where do you, do you, do you have this in, are you a fan of the Mighty Duck franchise? Yeah, for sure. In terms of best sports movies, is it up there in your top five sports movies? Your top 10 sports movies? Your top 20? The franchise or like one specific movie? Uh, peak. Whatever your number, like you're probably, I, I'm assuming the first one's your favorite. I mean, the first one is, yeah, I'm going to call the first one my favorite. So where would that rank? Even though I think that, I think two and three all have it, their merits. I think people hated three. I think it was fine. Isn't that when they like compete against the world, right? Or something like that? 
Maybe not. Nor the world. Um, Colleen says D2 was the best. Where would I rank any Mighty Ducks? Okay, let's just go with your Mount Rushmore sports movies. Let's do that. Mount Rushmore sports movies. I'm sure we've done this at least once before. Off the top of my head. Uh, love of the game. Yep. Without limits. What's without limits? It's the steep. Oh, that's the prefontaine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say remember the Titans, but I don't want to say remember the Titans because it's like too easy. What about the program. <laughs> no necessary roughness i'm not gonna lie i did the <laughs> okay I, I brought this up on the podcast before our good friend dave yeager we feel very similar about this movie when it's on i'm leaving it on i don't care what else is on tv i am i'm not changing the channel i might even be watching the commercials to get to the next scene what the replacements oh i love the replacements i don't know what it is it's hilarious Keanu Reeves is a freaking stud. I I think it's great. I'm going to put it on my Mount Rushmore. Um, One more. I need one more. I don't know. Okay, I'll go. Give me some. Um, uh, I'm going to go with For the Love of the Game as well. Yeah. I'm going to go White Man Can't Jump. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the new one yet? No. Okay. I'm gonna it's go. Funny. I'm gonna go major league. Okay. Because that's just good. <laughs> and then I think I'm blue chips. No. I, I have. Going, I, I'm gonna put a football movie in there. Yeah. Um, the longest yard. No. Yeah, I have a hard time. Like I like. Remember the Titans, but I don't think it's... I think it's a great movie. It's a wonderful movie. I just... It's like... It's like when people say, name your favorite movies of all time, and they say Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's not, that's that's up there for me. I, it's up there for everybody. Yeah. It's, right. It can't be... It can't be everybody's favorite movie. It's just a really great movie. No, it... Yeah. I mean, hot take... Back to the Future is not like a masterpiece. No, it's but just it's definitely it puts you one in a, of my favorite movies of all time. It's it puts you in a place when you were happy. Yeah, which is white white man can't jump is probably it's a pretty good one. My I number like, one. I like that in your list. Yeah, white man can't jump, major league, uh, for the love of the game, and if I have to pick one more, uh, not really big on the golf movies. Mm. Like a like a happy Gilmore. I love Tin Cup. Tim, I'm gonna throw oh. a Tin Cup in there. Tin Cup. Boom. Okay. Rush I got you. Thank um, you. Um Kevin Costner for the oh. fucking win. Kevin Costner is is Kevin Costner you the know greatest what? sports movie actor of all time? Yes. It's not even close. Not even close. Uh I think honestly I'm gonna go Rocky Four. Oh. Pulling, pulling the old boxing. I didn't even go with a football movie. Okay. Rocky Four, good for you. I'll tell you what I did. What I did pull up. Like sometimes something at work uh-huh. reminds me of a movie scene, and my coworker, 
or my provider that I work with and never doesn't know any of them. So I'll like say something and she'll be like, what? And I'll, I'll have to pull up a movie clip. Mm-hmm. And just this week I pulled up um, the necessary roughness. You, have, sure. you saw necessary roughness. When the referee is explaining all the Kung Fu moves that the mm-hmm. guy did, like when he like, I don't know. He just, I had to play that for her. Some, I, love for some, I don't know. I love it. It's up now there. I'm a, I mean, Rocky four, by all means, all the Rocky movies and the Creed movies are sports movies. I bet not a lot of people yeah. put them in the greatest sports movies, Mount Rushmore's, because they're just, it, you don't think of them as sports. Dave Yeager would. He would. But Isn't that actually, his favorite movie franchise ever? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, it's up there. Um, so, yeah, I think Rocky Four was just, is like the, like it is the montage capital of the world. Like th- I had a hard, I actually like three a lot too, but four is Rocky. like, four is like the, the most memorable. And we, we binged the rest of the Rockies and they're not great. They're not. I know Rocky one, won a, an Oscar or something. And it's just a terrible movie. I, I know that's sacrilege. You know what? Kevin Costner. How about cool again. runnings? Kevin Costner. For, ooh, that's a sports movie. Kevin Costner for the win again. I bet. Kevin Costner know. is the GOAT Yeggs, of sports movies. Yeggs is putting American Flyers in one of his movies, in his Mount Rushmore. Is that, are you on Kevin Costner movies? No. I'm on just greatest cycling movies of all time. Mm. American Flyers. It was a good movie, though. The wrestler was good. Yeah. Okay, so back to... um. Yeah, what back were to we talking about? we're talking about Mighty Ducks here. Mighty Ducks. We're way we haven't off even topic started tonight, yeah. the fact. Okay, so let's let's do it. Yeah, we're like <laughs> thirty five minutes in. We're nowhere on this episode. This is going great for us. <laughs> um, so let's go through some of the characters of the Mighty Ducks and and who would make the best athletic trainer and why. So, uh, you got a list there? I'm pulling it up. Okay, Gordon Bombay, the coach, duck coach. First off, if you were an athletic trainer and he was your coach, mm. good or bad? Ah. Early Bombay is bad, but late Bombay, I mean, obviously that's the whole point of the movie is he had to make a change. Bombay. So he became a little bit more not about himself and about everyone else. So I think by the end, I would I would be an athletic trainer for him. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, selfish coach, no good. Selfless coach. One with the team, you rah rah. Owns up to his mistakes. That's a that's a good coach to be an athletic trainer for. Yeah. So should we take him out of the athletic trainer equation and just? No, we don't have to. Would he make okay. a good athletic trainer? No. Why? It's a liar. Okay. Cheat. All right. And he cracks under pressure. Fucking triple deke my ass. <laughs> I'm just going. Sorry. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, we here have some more sugar, man. Uh he builds he builds people up this though. City. Um does he? A little bit. Doesn't he give him confidence? Eventually. Yeah. He eventually, you know, gives the gives the hard working kid the the shot at the at the end of the game. I think he's got his faults. I think we all have faults, but I'm not convinced he's an athletic trainer. Okay. Who's next? 
Well, do you want to just go with the players? We're just going to go with the players from now on. I don't know because I would love to pick yeah. Hans. <laughs> I know. Hans would. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like Hans, Hans he's the, the kind guru. of the all knowing. All know, right, fine. Honorable mention, Hans. Honorable mention. Okay. He's going to win it. Uh, Charlie, the basically the main character, Charlie. We're going there. Is that Josh Jackson? That is. Joshua Jackson's had a little underrated career, I think. Underrated, huh? Dawson's Creek? Mighty Ducks? What else you got? Um, He was in something more recently, I just saw. More recently. You got him on the IMDb? I'm trying. I got got my IMDb here. The Fringe. The Fringe. Joshua Jackson, The Affair. Intentions. Uh, the Affair, Dawson's Creek, Fringe, Fatal Attraction. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not as good as I thought. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's as good as you thought. Bobby. Yeah. Oh, Kevin just. That's probably, All right, so that's I was wrong. Loud. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, it was just a cameo. The Skulls. Cruel Intentions. He had a little run. Oh, the Scream? Scream 2? I don't remember him in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, he's in the beginning of Ocean's Eleven. Brad Pitt's teaching all the celebrities how to play play poker. Play poker, yeah. Small part. Okay. Not as good as as I remember. All right. So his character is the hardworking, maybe not the most talented, but has some talent. Um, Kind of... I don't want to. He's not whiny. He's a little self-deprivating. Sure. Like, kind of, dude. Just have confidence once in a while. Kind of like me. Sure. Younger me. So there you go. He's a perfect athletic trainer. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next. Um. Adam Banks. He was the kid that the talented one. He was like the best hockey player. And he was the one that played for the other team, but then they they figured out that he was supposed to be on the Mighty Ducks because yeah, of like an administrative error. Like where he lives or something like that. He was in the wrong zip code. So he's the most talented one. He's a grumpy Gus when he goes to the duck team. And then he ends up loving everybody. And then he ends up being a selfless player. Instead of being like, I'm the hot shot. Um, team player. Ends up, I think, like, giving up the last shot for Charlie, I think, right? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember much of I the movies. He, I saw him so long ago. I think Charlie gets a chance at the triple deke. Um, I'm going to... Say he's just the athlete. Okay. That you that you grow to love. So he's not necessarily the athletic trainer. Okay, Fulton Reed. He's the one with the nasty slap shot. Strong wrists. Strong wrists. Big, strong. Um, not not one with words. And that's about it. Okay. Strong wrist is a good yeah. trade for an athletic trainer. 
Then we got Connie. Connie is the solo female on the team. Wasn't she, there two? Well, maybe that's in the second one. Yeah, I think it does, like, the second one. Um, she ends up being the goalie, I think. But Connie... Actually, a strong case for Connie. Stands up for herself, but also needs to know how to maybe keep her, like, bite her tongue when she maybe wants to just rip into somebody because they're calling her some kind of name because she shouldn't be playing hockey because she's a girl. The Velvet Hammer? (laughs) Right. So I think athletic trainers need to stay composed. And show people that I'm I'm one of action and not necessarily always of words. So I'm not going to battle you amongst your words because I'm not going to win a battle with an idiot. I'm just going to show you this is why you should be doing X or Y. So boom. I think she'd actually be a good athletic trainer. All right. Then there's like kind of, uh, I don't know, Lester... He's kind of the dorky. See the one with the glasses? Yep. He's kind of an accessory character. Yeah. But does that make him a good athletic trainer? He's easily one of the meekest players on the Ducks, but nonetheless a a good guy and solid player overall. Goldberg. Goldie Goldberg. Who's the... Comedy. I mean... He always had jokes. Always has jokes. Always has something to say. Always had a comeback. Also, maybe not the most reliable person ever, meaning he falters under some situations as a goalie. Stunk. Stunk. And that's about it, I think. I, I, I don't think there's many other top characters. Okay, so who are we? So it sounds like there's like two. I like There's Connie. like Charlie and there's like the, Connie. I like Connie. Kind of. Quietly one of the most important people on the team. She kind of had the back of coach before anyone else did. Did she? According to what I saw on oh, okay. Wikipedia. Well, there you go. Like she stood up for him when nobody else, everyone else kind of questioned him. When maybe they shouldn't have been. But they knew deep down, Connie knew deep down, it was the right thing to do. I'm going to go with Connie, but I also think Charlie's up there too. I think Charlie had some wise words. I think if you paid attention to your email, my quote of the day was from Charlie. Oh, I did not. And it basically, I, I'll sum it up. I'll paraphrase. Coach Bombay, I'm pretty sure, was talking about his triple deke, and he was a half inch away from like making it or something. And he goes, you were also a half inch away from missing completely. Huh. I was like, that's really wise words for a young man. That was really wise words. Final from American wow. Park. Uh, okay. Yeah. So our Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Uh, we had nothing on the live stream, so we'll, we'll just keep going here. How about our friend or foe, Kevin? We This is going to be a really interesting talk here. Yeah. I think this is going to really lead into a, a very interesting conversation. Uh, we put it up on social media. Check it out. Uh, Candid underscore ATC. Friend or foe, when the coach tells you how the player got hurt. Hmm. Um, 
That's what she said, half inch. Half inch. If you only had a half inch more. Um, God. I, sometimes it's a really good friend. Because sometimes you didn't see it. Maybe you were in the athletic training room. Or carving, taking care covering of something else. Yeah. Maybe you're not an athletic trainer that is out at every practice because you can't be because you can't be in 10 places at once. And so you need somebody else that was hopefully watching. The other thing is coaches tend to tell you what happened by telling you what they think it is. Slippery slope there. Right, I think they're. Oh, it's definitely their meniscus because I saw him do this. Right. Oh, it's definitely like it's definitely a lateral ankle sprain because that's what my coaching clinic told me to look for. Um, and it was classic, classic, like rolled right over that person's foot, lateral ankle sprain. If they're approaching you like that, it's a big time foe. If they approach you like, hey, I definitely saw them. Like, they planted, and their foot was pointing this way, but their knee was pointing that way. Like, I think that's a friend, you know? Or, hey, nobody hit them, and they just went down. Or, I don't know. I saw them. They, like, misstepped here. I'm trying to make it a friend. Does that make sense? I'm trying to like so here, here find are, the reason that it should be a friend. So here, some, here okay. are the comments. Okay, and then it. I'll tell you what the, the poll results are. Uh, Kelsey Hudson said, this is a tough one. Sometimes the athlete has a different version of what happened, so I usually prefer to get the info from the athlete to get their perspective. Nate said, sometimes coaches look at body mechanics differently. Pitching coaches say he's not driving off the mound or they have a lot of experience with their sport. Cross-country coaches sure. and running gait. If they're given more info, great. If they're telling you what they hurt, then maybe not. Kyle said, I would much rather know the truth than a made-up story. Mechanism of injury could play a role in determining whether imaging is needed or not. Mm -hmm. Ed said, depends on the coach. Amber V said, (laughs) coach oftentimes get a more objective view, especially if I didn't see the injury myself. High school kids have a tendency to either lie or forget. The more perspectives I get, the better I'm able to put it t- together. The results of the poll are in, and it's 84% okay. to 16%. That's a big difference. Eight, 84% say four out of five say friend. Hmm. Most ATs, according to our data, most ATs want the coach to tell them, what do you think happened? 84% of all athletic trainers. What's 20% or what's 80% of 60,000? 48,000. 48,000? Yeah. 48,000. 48,000 athletic People can't trainers. be wrong. That's insane. Um, Four out of five. That's surprising. So, I'm surprised it's that far of a difference. I guess at, what that really says is athletic trainers have become tolerant of other people telling them what it is. What'd you see? And they are willing to take, they're willing to hear the opinion Yeah, you by can. also getting 
what they saw. Does that make sense? You can take the information and it doesn't have to be the only thing. Be like, all right, thanks. Now let me figure it out for myself. Yeah. But at least you have a reference point. Yeah. I think it is most of the time, sometimes, 60% of the time it works every time, (laughs) a friend. Yeah, I'm fine with, hey, what what did you see? I didn't. I missed it. So what did you see? Now clearly, you're Diagnosis? also going to check with no. the athlete. How are you feeling? What hurts? Can you do this, that, or the other? Um, but I don't. I don't would think. You, I don't think rather? just because just because a coach tells you something, you're not going to go the opposite direction. You're like, all right, cool. No. Now I'm going to figure it out for my. Uh, thanks. Now I'll I'll see if I'll confirm or deny. I get this with parents a lot lately. Mm. So, yeah, I've had a lot of the helicopters. Um, I would say 90% of the rehabs I do right now are high school students. High wow, school, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, let's, I don't have 20 rehabs going on right now. I okay. have, I have probably eight. Okay. Um, and that's probably between me and somebody else. Sure. And uh, I get a lot of the parent, hey, remember you said this to me the other day? And then like, hey, I saw him when he was walking down the stairs. I saw him do X, Y, A, and Z. And it's like, okay, thank you for that information. Um, Go away now. Go away. I need to talk to your kid. You're gonna you're gonna ask me a question before it was a hypothetical question before. Would you rather yeah. only get the the athlete's opinion or athlete's story or only get the coach's story? Would you only yeah. only the person Can't that get lived both. it or the or the person that saw it? And then just evaluate. I think you you have to go with the person that got hurt. You have to. In that scenario. What if they're unconscious? <laughs> uh, just move their mouth like this. Uh, yeah, you have to. It's like, would you rather get an opinion from a person on a movie that's seen it or not seen it? <laughs> oh, I heard it was great. <laughs> uh. Yeah, All I right. think you have to. I think you have to go there. Yeah, probably. All right, let's do feature our feature topic. All right, I'm gonna pull this up on social media, Kevin. We had a good one. Pull up and not out. Um, names. Okay, so last week we talked about what we missed about athlete or traditional athletic training careers. Remembering that it's not always bad. Now we're going to go the other way. Mm-hmm. We put out there, name something you've had to sacrifice because of your job or basically something you missed because you were working as an AT. When um, I asked my wife this. What's that? Yours. Yeah, I missed paternity leave. Yeah. I mean, 
Could you imagine the list that our wives could come up with? I still don't. I still will never live it down. And honestly, she's right. I've said this. She's right. It has taken me 40 some odd years to realize I don't have to work so much. She's right. She's right. Don't let her know that I said that. Um, we, it's tough though. I will. Uh, when you I'm have, not, I'm going to defend athletic training. You and pride like the, in pride in your job and pride in what you do. However, even, you should have just as much. I should have had more pride in my family. But I don't think I took two days off and I went back to work. That's not enough. Well, but here's here's the thing that you are not alone in the world of you. I don't know what your situation was totally of like, could you have said, I'm going to take a week or was it like you have a job to do and you can't take too much time off? Well, I, when I was in professional baseball, I would have gotten three days, whether or not anything happened. Yeah. Three days. I have no say in, in the matter. I get three days. It's contract. Silly. I think it's, it's, it kind of is silly. But I guess you know what it is. Uh, anyways, uh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's so not the how discussion. Many, how many things have you missed? Well, do you want to go, Here or we should go. we read the social media stuff first? Or, um, well, Colleen is missing my sister's baby shower this weekend. She's also five hundred miles away in Illinois. Do you want us to go down for her? That's close for us. Yeah, we'll just. You need, I mean, is it northern Illinois? We could fill in Illinois. I mean, we love baby showers. We love Illinois. <laughs> I can't think of where we're... Nisi missed going to the Virgin Islands with her family because work had me in a choke hole. As long as it wasn't a choke slam. Ooh. Who had the best choke slam? Ooh, smells what the rock is cooking. Is the Undertaker had the best choke slam? I would assume top three. The Giant? <laughs> um, the giant. Andre or The Giant? Andre the Giant or the no, Giant? The Giant. Maybe Kane? Yeah, there, there it is. Kyle just said oh, Kane. Kane had a pretty good Kane one. Kane had a huh? pretty good one, yeah. Who had the most surprise one? Who was the one that, no matter what, when he got that this freaking paw on your throat, they everything else stopped? Was that Kane? Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. That being said, it's the giant. Um, I've missed. Let's see here. I missed my girlfriend's, who is now my wife, grandmother's funeral. Still talk about that sometimes. Her sister's wedding. I missed countless birthdays. Some other funerals. I missed multiple cousins, like weddings. Um, I missed a vacation to Mexico with my family. Um, I almost missed my best friend's wedding. That's what drove me out of baseball. Maybe I've told that story. Mm-hmm. I know I've told it to you. Yeah. I mean, you know that story. Mm-hmm. But it definitely was the catalyst 
of when my boss at the last minute told me I couldn't go to my best friend's wedding when I was literally like four days away from getting on a plane to go to it. Like, that was pretty shitty. All because I had to be an athletic trainer for a team. Um, what else have I missed? Uh, for me, it's like a couple like friend like parties, like calendar like Memorial Day. I, I, I that my last one was like the worst one. Um, conference tournament every Memorial Day. Yeah, and it's like. My wife was rooting for us to lose so I could come home and we could just go to a party. And then yeah. I'd be like, I can't control it. And we would win and be like, all right, we got to stay another day. Got to stay another day. Every day it's like, well, if we lose, we'll be done. And then we win. And then we win in extra innings. And it's like, oh, my God. And then like the last year, is we ended up not not going to the party because it was the, like we decided to stay overnight and come back the next day. And it's like a six-hour trip. And sure. then it's late. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, tough. And it cost a. Uh, that was a. That one was a big fight. And I said, "This, this is it. That was the last one." So she had to get get over it because it'll, it'll never happen again. Yeah. Um, I don't think I missed any f- major family things. A couple funerals, mm-hmm. not of anybody in my immediate family or anything like that, but like family friends or distant. Family, friends, yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, it's really it was kind of like that first year of Bennett, like missing missing things for him. Had to miss, uh, and part of that was COVID. Had to miss yeah. um, ultrasounds and you know mm-hmm. what all that kind of stuff. That part of that was COVID, not necessarily because of athletic training, but it, it probably would have been athletic training too. Um, Do you think? Athletic training uh, led you to miss more of the everyday things. Yes. Or the big things. For me, more of the everyday things. Like, meaning the random stuff. Oh, my my buddies are getting together. A hundred percent to watch the Packer game. And yeah. I'm sitting at baseball practice. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Or having the opposite schedule of everyone else. Um, but if you think about it, um, even if you take it one step further, Hmm. you know, because I was doing athletic training, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is now, this is going to get deep here. So she said, deep thoughts. Um, did I stay single longer than maybe I would have had I had a different job? So maybe would I have met somebody early? And I'm not saying that's what I wanted to do, but like, oh shit, you know, you're you're saying dating is hard as an athletic trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people don't understand the sacrifice and the time, whatever. So I met Julie when I was what twenty? Uh, no, I met Julie when I was thirty nine. Yeah, <laughs> no, seven years ago. What? 2016. 2016. Maybe I was maybe I was 38. I met her when I was 38 or 39. Okay. 
I think Matt? I met her. I think I think I met her when I was thirty eight. Okay, I'm thirty eight now, and that's because I was you know single for a lot of my thirties because mm-hmm. I I it was hard. It's hard to date as an athletic trainer. That it is. You can go on social media and see it. So like, had I had a different? So are you missing? Are you missing connecting with people earlier? I know that's kind of a deep question. Um, like if I was working a normal eight to five, could I, I don't know. Yeah, but so is that, are you missing things or is that not because of athletic training? I think both me and you both got married much right. later than most, most of the people. We I'm know. so thankful for it too. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm so th- so <laughs> Honestly, I. I'm so thankful. I'm very thankful. I was not married at 25. Like that just wouldn't have been a good spot or 22 or even 29. Like I definitely was not in the spot I should have been. Yeah. And not, I was also in a good spot too. And I was doing some great things. Maybe that's the same with everyone else is when you're just career focused, regardless of what the career is, when you're career focused, you're not focused on dating. So I mean, there's benefit into it being a tough job to have. Like, there always is. There's always going to be a good side to something. Something led to something. So, like, you missing out on some things are, like, you also got to experience other things that maybe you never got to experience in your life. Um. For a 10-year stretch, I saw every goddamn Brewer game you could ever see. (laughs) Some people, that would be pure heaven. I don't know. My brother. Yeah, exactly. I was, I remember like, I tell this story to a lot of people of being in like, when I was there, it was like I was in a bubble. And when I would go to like, let's say a family function afterwards, it was weird if somebody didn't know what happened in the game particularly if it was something big, like, oh, they won an extra innings or something. Or somebody came back from an injury, and then they, like, hit the game-winning home run. And it was weird. Wait, you guys didn't know about that? Like, some people would kill to have that experience of being in the know of athletic trainers. And that, of course, my career was different than a lot of athletic trainers, but at the same time, you know what? High school sports to some people is amazing. Some people think that it's just the dream. And maybe would miss every goddamn wedding that has ever existed because they hate weddings. Maybe those should be athletic trainers. I don't know. Miss all the Friday stuff. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I, I just wish, and I still say this now, I wish I had more time. It's all about the, the, getting the time back. Oh, let's read some of the social media stuff and then we can... Uh, yeah. Then we can get out of here. What uh, percentage of athletic trainers say, thank God it's Friday? I don't know. Not many. <laughs> uh, name something you had. All right. Uh, SJJ said, in order to be somewhat present with my family, I had to work in my second choice area. My dream wouldn't have been possible uh, with me being a single mom. Uh, Victoria Morris, mental health, physical health, healthy relationships, fun events, finances. Shelly Fetchin DeCesario said nothing. She missed a nothing. Good for her. Uh, Caitlin Place said church things. Time with family and friends like mental health. Luckily this year I've made a big change in 
to salvage the former two and it's been so worth it. Uh, Ed W said too much of my personal life. Uh, Nate said he's had to sacrifice his nose. These kids stink. He also said nearly the entire first season of my son's hockey practices. Skipped the year-end banquet to go to his last practice. Uh, Denise at Quillian's said, I chose the plural in no particular order. Sleep, doing theater, travel, friends. Austin Fitzpatrick said, being the best man in a friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. Zach Dunbar, social activities, multiple weddings, sleep, personal space, and boundaries. Uh, Epic Legend said, like everyone else, it's time. We never get it back, but at least I have always been compensated very well for my work, and I've always taken time off when it was required for my family, like performances, parties, funerals, etc. I don't feel guilty for taking time off like most ATs. Megan Jeffress said, not having any hobbies to enjoy my free time and recharge. I think that's an interesting perspective. I have since left the profession to be a dietitian and pursue the fun things in life. So she, yeah, so that that's a miss more of the small daily thing than the big things. Uh, Dylan Alam said, mental health occasionally, time with girlfriend and friends frequently. Um, Christina, major life events, time with family and friends. It's all men. It's all mental health and time. I'll go, just I go through the the comments. So, mm-hmm. um, and somebody said, "Look at how much." <laughs> somebody, one of the comments said, "Look at how many answers say mental health." Athletic trainers are sacrificing mental health, and somebody quoted at NATA, "Maybe we should do something about this." And my response was, "We are working on it." Uh, mm-hmm. I have an email out with um, a company that works with mental health and seeing if we can get some sort of discount for athletic trainers. So we are trying. The Candid Athletic Training Podcast is trying. Whether our national organization is or not, I cannot speak to that, but we are trying to help you as an athletic trainer. So, I'll tell you what. I think the number one thing that would help the mental health crisis of athletic trainers, if there were more athletic trainers getting like getting jobs, right? Like every high school should just have two athletic trainers. Split up the workload. And even from the standpoint of, say you didn't split up everything, but if you always had somebody there with you, right? I mean, what's the what's something you miss about working in a college setting, Chad? My friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the coaches I was close with. And, yeah. Yeah. What, I mean, like my, what co-work, my coworkers. The easy, like the easy answer is working with the people I worked with. Yeah. It's the, right? it's, it's always about the people. And so I think there's, I think I've said this before, instead of trying to change the profession, why don't we just keep promoting the profession as something that is valuable so that we get paid what people should be getting paid to do our job and that more of us get hired to do it. Like there's no reason that, a lot more settings should have a lot more athletic trainers. And it's not necessarily that the profession sucks. The profession is great. It's that sometimes we are the only ones, literally the only ones. I like one thing I remember having to come home when I was covering a team and my boss saying, 
when are you coming back? Like, implying, I need you to come back now. You've been gone for five days. And my answer was, when I need to come back. Like, meaning when I when I can come back. Like, not uh, not when the team needs me. And, like, if I would have had another person there, none of that would have been an issue. And the mental health side of what athletic training is wouldn't have been an issue. I could have just stayed with my family as long as I needed to in a hard time because somebody else was there to help out. To share the, the workload. Yeah. And I could have done that for them. But then also every other day of the week, we would have been miserable together, right? And that, <laughs> that means you'd be happy together. Yeah. Um, misery, misery loves company. I just think, I think sometimes we get on these these tracks of like athletic trainers should be allowed to have more time off and athletic trainers should be allowed to like have better life, you know, work-life balance. You can't have work-life balance if you're the only athletic trainer and sports exist at night. You can't. So what needs to happen? There needs to be more athletic trainers. So stop talking about having to create more work-life balance, start talking about how we get more athletic trainers to be hired and get appropriate pay. Well, that is that is creating work-life balance. It's just No, that's the different. byproduct of it. But stop complaining about the work-life balance. Find the solution of it. Yeah. Instead of just saying, like, this profession is just so hard and, like, I needed to change jobs because of this. Like, we all need to just say we need more athletic trainers. There should be 200,000 athletic trainers, not 60,000. There should not be, when you start an athletic training class at a university, there should not be 16 kids in there. There should be 30. And when you graduate, there shouldn't be six. There should be 30. Because it should be a profession that is valued, and it should be a profession that is something people want to do. We've said it numerous times. How many athletic trainers from your class are still athletic trainers? Not many. Yeah. Same here. It's like there needs to be more athletic trainers and every year they just get like, like athletic trainers stop being athletic trainers and then just young athletic trainers become the new athletic trainers. Stay in, stay in the profession. The the cost of sports at a baseline should be the, how much does it cost to pay an athletic trainer to be there? Yeah. Or more, or more than one. Two, maybe four. Yeah. Like so. it needs to be a, it needs schools and organizations need to pay athletic trainers more so that there are more healthy athletic trainers out there to keep everybody else healthy. Anyway. Yeah. It's not, it's not what's the bare minimum amount of athletic training. We need to have things covered. It, it should be what, not the bare minimum. It should be, how do we make this thrive? And I think people yeah. like Gopher. It's a really good point. Yeah, like Gopher Ellis are trying to do things like that, right? Get athletic trainers paid so that people want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a really good point. Anyway. Well, Sweet. that's our show. That's what we do. I got to do a rant. I know you got to preach, go. Kevin, on the live stream. Nice. Preach. Let's do it. Kevin's rant of the week brought to you by Healthy <laughs> Roster. <laughs> Thanks to the yeah. folks at Healthy Roster. Check them out, www.healthyroster.com. 
uh, the best Yamar in the world. Uh, we're happy to be partners with them. Also, 10% off anything at Smart Tools using the code CANDID10. And discounted professional and profession- personal liability insurance. Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. Just make sure you be a member of the Canon Athletic Training Podcast. So, another fun one, Kevin. Uh-huh. Bye. See you all next week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>